Hello. Hi. Welcome to Drinking the Kool-Aid. Welcome. I'm Megs. I'm Hannah. And I was on Ghost Box Radio. Hell yes, you were. And did a little interview on there. And I talked about an upcoming case, which is going to be the one we're covering today. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it is a cold case from Minnesota. Damn it, you know I get mad when you do the cold cases. I know. And this one really has a lot of mystery to it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So this is the unsolved disappearance of Amy Sue Panyak. And there is hardly any information on this case. I had to dig. And I just couldn't find a lot. So... Um, I still want to cover it. It's an important case. I understand the police not wanting to reveal too much. And so I, I kind of wondered if maybe that's why I can't find anything. Okay. But also... Like, as they're trying not to give details because they don't want, like, that being used later. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was just one of the things I kind of wondered about. But also, it's like, when it's been this many years, maybe we should try. Okay, to release yeah. something. No, I feel that. Uh, so this happened. It was a Saturday afternoon on August 5th of 1989. Amy Sue Panyak and her father, Marshall Midden, arrived at the farm around noon. Typically, Amy, her father, her mother, and her younger sister would all help with harvest. But on this day... Her mother and her sister had other plans. There was an event that they had to attend. So Amy and Marshall worked at the farm for five hours, and then they headed home to Maple Grove around 5 p.m. Well, this is like close to home, Minnesota. Very close to us. Okay. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) So when they were two miles from their house, Marshall stopped at the Holiday gas station in Osseo to use the bathroom, and Amy waited in the car. I am so uncomfortable knowing these town names. It is very bizarre. (laughs) Because I'm just not used to knowing any of it. Yeah. It's making me uncomfortable. I know. (laughs) Because it's like, these are all places that we've been before. Yep. Sure have. So, Marshall was inside the gas station for a couple minutes, and when he returned, 13-year-old Amy was gone. So, what's your first thought, Hannah? If you were at the gas station, you had a kid in the car, you come out, they're gone. Um, panic? Okay, so you go straight to panic. Yeah, not like, oh, I wonder if they came inside. I suppose I maybe would give it, like, 30 seconds of, like, did they come inside? And I missed it. Mm -hmm. Like, did they wander in because they wanted something? So I'd probably turn around and run through the gas station really fast, but then I'd panic. Yeah, see, my first thought, too, was, like, I'd probably double-check to see if they followed me in. Yeah. You know, maybe they were like, oh, I want to get a drink or I want to grab something, a snack, Well, and I mean, it happens. Like, obviously, I'm not 13, but... I, I mean, the amount of times, like, Isaac will go in the gas station, and then I'll be sitting in the car, and I'm like, oh, shit, now I kind of want this. Mm-hmm. And so I'll jump out and walk in there, and then, like, he'll run into me in the store, and he's like, what the hell? <laughs> so, I mean, it 
it, it does happens. happen, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I don't need anything. I'm good. And then the door shut, and I'm like, right. wait, I need pickles. Well, and gotta when you're, go. When you're 13, like you always think of something you need in the gas station. Of course you do. Some sort of candy or drink or something. Yeah. Uh, dill pickle chips. Like, hello. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> That was you know all what? I ever wanted. Can you just stop it? Because you're going to start putting these pregnancy cravings into my brain, and I don't appreciate it. All I want is pickles. Ah. <laughs> well, many people have scrutinized Marshall about this part of the story. Because it's like, why would you stop at a gas station when you are only two miles away from the house? Like, Maybe you had to pee really bad. Right. Maybe it was an emergency. I wrote maybe it was a poop emergency, but yeah, yeah, maybe he had to pee really, really bad. Well, and you never know what the heck they needed because, like, maybe he went in for... Did did you just go to the bathroom? He just went to the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, he maybe just had to freaking go to the bathroom really bad. Maybe it was turtle heading. It was on its way out already. Yeah, it could have been. Maybe he's got a touch of IBS. I have no idea what was going on here. But there it is. I I do wish, I know it sounds silly in a way, but I do almost wish that Marshall would have clarified at this point, like, yes, I had to pee really bad or I really had to poop. Right. Uh, Because I think that that would maybe settle some of the online debates that are happening. Right. When Marshall didn't see Amy in the car, he figured, okay, She had to have gone into the gas station. Maybe she needed to use the bathroom as well. He headed inside and he stood outside of the women's bathroom waiting for Amy to come out. It was a single person bathroom and then a woman eventually walked out. So then Marshall started walking around the gas station. Maybe Amy was looking for something. One of the articles said that he wandered around for about 10 minutes And then he asked if anybody had seen her get out of the car, but no one had. Marshall was really confused, and so he called his wife from a payphone outside of the gas station. He told her he couldn't find Amy, and he was wondering if maybe Amy got sick and was waiting for him while he was in the gas station. Um, yeah, while he was in the gas station and maybe decided to walk home. And... Susan did not think that that sounded like something Amy would do, just like start heading home on her own, even though they were close. So this statement makes me think that he was maybe in the bathroom longer than a few minutes. Uh, Because, I mean, men typically pee pretty fast. That's true. Maybe Two to three but minutes. But they do not shit fast. No, absolutely not. I don't they know what y'all do in there. Definitely do not shit fast. You take a really long time in the yeah, bathroom. Like for real. Yeah. Um. But okay. So you know, maybe he's. It's like two to three minutes, I suppose, if you're just peeing. Um. So why would Amy leave the car in such a short time and start walking home? You know. Yeah. It's interesting that that's where his mind went. Like, oh, maybe she started walking home because I took too long. Okay, then maybe it wasn't just a couple minutes. Well, and I mean, maybe he's just trying to think of every logical thing before he jumps to conclusions. Yes, of course. But just for the record, I'm not, like, just dogging on dudes for taking forever to shit because chicks take forever to freaking pee. (laughs) I don't know what the hell y'all do in there. (laughs) 
but oh my god. I know that I definitely take longer when um like I wear really tight pants. Dude, I and don't you know. gotta get everything it's, like you know no. back to where it needs to be. I swear to you, the amount of people that tell me I'm a super fast peer, and I'm like, because I go in the bathroom, I pee, I wash my hands, and then I'm done. Yeah. What what <laughs> what do you people do in there? I don't know. Especially at bars. My God. Yeah, no. People are in there for a really long time. Like, wow. Agreed. So Marshall was, of course, probably going through every possible scenario at this point, just trying not to panic. He decided to drive home solely, hoping that he would see Amy on the way. When he got home, there was no sign of her, and Amy's mother, Susan, called the police. Maple Grove police officer Jeff Garland was dispatched to the home, and he arrived around 5.45 p.m. Jeff had been at this house several times over the summer. Oh, In fact, the police had a history of 65 calls to the address over the past 30 years. Okay. In the summer of 1989, the police had responded to a juvenile runaway report on May 2nd. On June 28th, there was a reported domestic assault where this one's actually pretty confusing to me because... Um, apparently, Susan said that Amy was having a seizure and accidentally hit her mother when her arms were flailing. So I'm a little confused how that ended how up did being that become a, assault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, seems like either there's more to it or there had to have been some type of misunderstanding when it was reported. Two juvenile runaway calls were reported on June 29th, and there was another the next day. Amy ended up disappearing about two months after this. There's other kids, right? Uh, yeah, she has one other sibling. Okay. A sister, which I couldn't find anything about the sister having uh, the cops called or anything like so that. So it was just her that was getting the cops called. Yeah. Okay. Yep, from what I could find. Now, details about the calls have not been disclosed, and the city said that records that aren't linked to the act of investigation were purged in 1999, which is part of the city's records retention policy. Uh, I don't know the exact policies, but I would think that we should save records for an active investigation, whether you believe it pertains to it or not, but that is just my personal opinion. No, I'm going to have to agree with that. Um... But maybe someone will know better on that and could tell us. I, I mean, I get it. Like, you got to get rid of some of those records. Because, yes. like, otherwise, what the hell are you going to do with them all? Like, they're just going to keep building up. But, but when if someone's missing? Yeah. Everything. Anything, yeah. Anything could pertain to that case. You just don't know. So, yeah, I was I was bummed to find that out. Now, according to Jeff, Amy was a frequent runaway, and her parents were very frustrated with her behavior. Marshall and Susan previously told the officer that Amy was out of control, and they believed that she was running away to drink and to have sex. Marshall and Susan told Jeff Garland that Amy had a medical condition that caused pressure on her brain, and she was prone to having seizures. They also suspected that she might be bipolar, 
but this was never diagnosed. Susan even thought that Amy could have had a seizure while she was waiting for Marshall at the gas station. Uh, They did cause her to become very disoriented. Maybe she had a seizure, got confused. Exactly, wandered away from the car. Since Marshall had only been inside the gas station for a couple minutes, the police thought that it was really unlikely that she had a seizure, got confused, and disappeared in such a short amount of time. Amy had gotten lost three times that summer, though. She also ran away from home several times, but she did always come back That's what on I was her own. Say, right. When the police had been called to the home, they were asked to file a missing person report, but it was labeled as a juvenile runaway. Yeah, I figured. And, I, I mean, I figured. I, yeah. I, I, that's kind of a given but when it's, you... it's kind of hard. Like, normally, I would jump on the bandwagon of, like, are you kidding me? Why would we be, you know, labeling it as a runaway? Uh, but... but on this one, they actually have record of it right. many, many times. So I'm not saying that it's correct, but... No, but uh, I, I can get see why. Mm-hmm. Right. So this meant that Amy's disappearance would not be looked into in a timely manner, and we all know how crucial the first 24 to 48 hours are. As the weeks went by, people started to wonder if maybe this wasn't just a simple runaway situation. Missing Children Minnesota heard about Amy's case and helped get the word out that she had gone missing. There were a few possible sightings of Amy reported, but the police were never able to confirm any of them. The search for Amy stopped almost right away, and it took decades for the search to start again. The local news didn't even pick up Amy's case. Just two months after Amy disappeared, 11-year-old Jacob Wetterling was abducted in St. Joseph, Minnesota. Oh, shit. Yeah, which, I mean, tons of people, have, even outside of Minnesota, of course, have heard about Jacob Wetterling's oh, case. Oh, yeah. And it sparked national media coverage. So Amy's case was quietly filed away. And it's really sad to see that one case got nothing and another case, like, don't get me wrong, I am thrilled that Jacob Wetterling's case yeah. was you know, hitting those national headlines. But I can't imagine what that felt like for those that were missing Amy. Right. And are like... Or any other kids that went under the radar. Yeah. Yeah, this just happened within weeks of each other and hers wasn't being talked about. When Amy's classmates started eighth grade, she wasn't there. But they saw her face on their milk cartons. Oh, that is horrid. That's so sad. I can't imagine how truly traumatizing that would be. Yeah. According to the Star Tribune, Amy wasn't even mentioned at her 1994 high school graduation ceremony. Some of Amy's classmates say that she was smart and social, but she was bullied at school for years and was even getting beaten up. Becky Brooks Macris said Amy was once pushed down the stairs while she was on crutches. She talked to kids at school and would often tell them how much she wanted to run away. That's really sad. Yeah. 
On the 25th anniversary of Amy's disappearance on May 18th, 2014, the Maple Grove Police Department got a search warrant for Marshall and Susan's Maple Grove home, but they didn't really say anything about the investigation. About 40 officers showed up for the search. For a week, the couple had to move out of their home while the police searched and started digging up their backyard. On June 2nd, they did a four-day dig on the family's wooded 140-acre Isanti County farm. Marshall and Susan were really confused by the search. They didn't understand why nothing had been done for 25 years. Then the police just wanted to dig up their yard and search their house. Like, it does seem a little weird. They said that the police could look at anything they wanted. They just didn't get why they were focusing on their property and being so tight-lipped. This is when the media started paying attention for the very first time. And Amy's case was being talked about. It should have been talked about before this. Absolutely. Like, when it first happened. The reporters had a lot of questions for the police, and they didn't answer very many, but they did say that no one saw Amy at the Holiday gas station on the day she went missing. No one saw her sitting in the car. No one saw her leaving the car. It's my understanding that the police did not interview people at the gas station directly after Amy's disappearance because... She was listed as a runaway, not a missing person. So I'm not sure when they spoke to anybody there or like how this information came about. After searching the home for a week, no one was arrested. Susan said it looked like the police might have taken some paperwork from the house, but she didn't know what it had to do with Amy's disappearance. Susan and Marshall told reporters that they believed they were the main suspects in their daughter's disappearance for years, and Susan was worried that Amy had been taken for sex trafficking. Oh. Yeah. Now, there, at first, when, she, when I read an article where she said that, I was like, whoa, that's a leap. How did we get there? Uh, but then I found that there had been rumors over the years that Amy had been seen working as a sex worker. So those were some of the tips that were coming in. A tip was received that she was spotted at a strip club and at a bus or train station in 1992, but the police were never able to find any proof of this. Was that in the area? Uh, You know, it actually didn't say where the location was, so I'm not sure. Okay. After the police searched the property, Susan told WLS-TV, quote, They are doing something. It may not make sense to me, but they're doing something. If this is the thing they have to do to get to the next step and the next step, then we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. She said the investigators did a thorough search of the home, but it was a welcome intrusion. She said they went through everything. But that's what they should have done. Right. Years ago. She's Mm -hmm. like, please just do it. Whatever fucking takes at this point. Take anything you want. She said that they took a lot of art notes and schoolwork of Amy's and they even took some of her baby teeth. The police have not named any suspects, confirmed if they found anything or revealed what even prompted that search. 
Jeff Garland confirmed that Amy Panyak and Jacob Wetterling's cases have changed how the police and public respond to missing children. Garland said the police would follow more procedures when a child or teen goes missing. They look at crime networks, explore cases in depth, and they check surveillance cameras, which he does not believe existed at the Holiday gas station in 1989. Well, and they thought she was a runaway anyways, so... Right, why would they check? Susan Panyak says she keeps a blue bag packed with photos of her daughter. The family has kept the same phone number in case she ever calls. Amy's sister, Susan Panyak Jr., said her older sister was very protective and they used to watch movies and do homework together. She said the best thing would be if Amy could come home so that the family could heal. The Maple Grove police say they're actively working on this case and they are especially interested in learning the identity of Amy's biological father. Oh. Now, uh, when I found this, I was like, uh, say what now? <laughs> I'm not sure if this is something that Susan never revealed or if she just doesn't know. I'm going to lean towards she doesn't know. Right. But somehow... We do not know who her biological father is. Yeah, I mean, if she knew, she would, I feel like, given everything else, she would say something. I agree. Uh, It's just very, very baffling. That's huge. Yes. It seems like a key piece of information that I would really like to know. Right. So then we have some theories, okay? And I don't want to get too crazy on these. This is an ongoing investigation. Amy was abducted from the car while Marshall was in the bathroom. So it's it's such a small window of time. She's 13 years old. No one at the gas station saw or heard her. And people wonder, like, wouldn't she scream? So some people say they do not believe Amy was ever at that gas station. And that's why Marshall stopped so close to the house, because he had to pretty much make a scene. Okay. And kind of leave evidence behind. Yeah. Like, oh, I was looking for her. I asked people at the gas station. That type of thing. I mean, yeah, I could... But there's a... Not everybody gets the chance to scream. No, absolutely not. And when you don't have a reason to pay attention... It's not like you're sitting and staring at the parking lot. Right. And I mean, nobody can confirm that Amy was there, but also no one can confirm she wasn't. Right. So I don't know about that one. It's believed that she could have had a seizure and got confused. Maybe she got out of the car and a predator happened to be there and snatched her. If she was already confused, she might not fight back or scream. See, that came across my mind. Mm-hmm. Maybe Amy took her opportunity to run away, and she ran into someone bad along the way. Her friends pointed out that she was being bullied at school and often running away from the house. So, Yeah, but she always came back. She did, and I think it would be really difficult for a 13-year-old to disappear on her own and stay away permanently. And leave no trace. Right. Yes. 
Her mother said that she was having some problems, but she was a happy kid and she was looking really forward to the eighth grade. Uh, one thing that I do wonder, like, since we don't know who the biological father is, could she have set something up? That's true. I don't know, but also, how would that work when... The mom doesn't know. Well, no, it's more of like, it's not like you can text him. It was 1989. That's true. How would he know you're at that gas station? No, that's true. So, I don't know, it seems a little unlikely, but who knows? This isn't a theory, it's more of a thought, and not accusing in any way. Uh, Why would Marshall drive home rather than calling the police from the gas station? Amy's parents were clearly familiar with calling the police. So unless he genuinely believed or hoped that she was walking home and he would just find her along the way, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, I suppose, but if he was just thinking, like, she ran away again. Maybe. She's probably, like, I'm probably going to see her on the way home. Yeah, could be. Amy Sue Panyak was only 13 when she went missing in 1989. She has blue eyes and brown hair. At the time of her disappearance, she was 5 feet tall and weighed 100 pounds. She was last seen wearing a light-colored t-shirt, sweatpants, and sneakers. She has scars on her left cheek, left eyelid, and on the side of her nose. If you do have any information about Amy Panyak, please call the Maple Grove Police Department at 612-494-6114. And that is all of the information that I could find on this case at this time. I truly hope that something comes out of that investigation that they did. I do too. And I I mean, again, I get it. I get why they labeled her as a runaway at first, because like, it's just so hard when you have kids that do that. Yeah. To like, figure out what is actually happening but like like you said they should have been investigating anyways long before like yes for it to go on this long and now they're searching the house it's a little bizarre to me yeah but it is but i'm glad they're doing it i am too and perhaps it's because they learned something specific that could help which would be freaking awesome i will definitely be watching this case and hoping for you know, uh, an outcome. I, I would right. like to know what happened. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to keep people updated on this one. Yeah, for sure. All right, so make sure to follow us on any of your podcast apps. Tell us the stories you want to hear. Like us on Facebook, X, Instagram. Leave us a five star review if you love us. Tell your friends. Tell your cats. Um, bye. bye.